You are listening to Geekish Cast, an Astro Panda Production Network's podcast. Welcome back to Geekish Cast. I'm the host, Jeremy, and joining me today is Kimberly Nicole from the web series Sibs. What's happening, Kimberly? Hi, thanks for having me again, Jeremy. Well, thank you. Uh, just just let anybody know, we're, we were kind of having a Skype issue, because Skype hates puppies yeah. and love for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> but who doesn't hate puppies and love is this young lady that we're speaking to right now, uh, Kimberly, why don't you tell us real quick about your web series, Sibs, and then I'll dig into your past and see if there's something we can make fun of you for. Awesome. I'm sure there is. So Sibs uh, Sibs is a web-based serial comedy that features uh, me and my brother uh, in real life, Um, and we created these characters that are absolutely ridiculous, live in a ridiculous world, and like have themes of like sibling rivalry and just kind of brave in the world with your siblings. Awesome. Uh, I think most of us know what that is like, but some of us also don't get along with our siblings so well, but that kind of reflects in your show a little bit because you do punch your brother an awful lot. I do. (laughs) Well, I do. We, uh, we used to do these videos all the time where we would kind of just get together and do like really short videos that would just all end in me accidentally punching my brother in the face or (laughs) accidentally kicking him in the head. And um, so that's kind of where we like started with this whole thing was just that, that, that those crazy things that you would do with your sibling most of the time, if it's an, you know, a decent relationship, you just do weird things with your sib and it doesn't matter whether you're 12 or, you know, you just act weird with your siblings. My my younger brother and I, and there's a pretty good age difference between us, but when we're together and we're both, you know, quote-unquote on, we can rattle yeah. off some of the goofiest shit and get laughs from people standing next to us in line or behind us at a bar or whatever. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. that kind of humor. Um, I can definitely see elements of many relationships between a, a sibling, or two siblings that I see in your show. Um, I was trying to figure out a good way to describe it to somebody this morning. And I was like, you know how you can just like really, you know, hate your sibling and like want to punch them or throw a drink in their face. It's that, but funny. (laughs) How would you describe it? (laughs) It's that like still, but okay. It's like Brian and I definitely, we, we say like, um, you know, you love your sibling, but sometimes you want to punch them in the kidney. Mm-hmm. Like that's and and that's how we made this show, and that's how we you know get along as human beings, and that's you know kind of the crux of it is that like in the show, like it really does become you know these two characters against the world, even though the entire show consists of me and Brian, we do all the voiceovers. Um, really, anyone who comes into contact with us kind of hates us, you know, including our parents and our family. Like, so it just becomes us against the world and what can we accomplish? Um, and in the beginning of the, in the beginning of the series, we kind of had themes of like, you know, sibling rivalry and just things that would be kind of universal to people who have siblings. Um, and then as we moved on 
through this season, it became more about unleashing this crazy world and every crazy thought we had in our head. Oh, sure. For season one. Yeah. Well, let me, um, let's do this real quick. Uh, just so people who haven't seen it yet, where can people find your web series at? Uh, I mean, you can find our web series. Our entire first season is on YouTube. Uh, and you can find us at youtube.com forward slash Sibs web series. And then we have a website as well, which is Sibs, the You can watch all of the episodes there as well. It lives on YouTube and then social media, pretty much everywhere. We're Sibs web series. Very good. Uh, let's go ahead and dig into your past a little bit so I can kind of understand the <laughs> fevered mind from which this series sprung. But um, <laughs> let me, well, you, you, you did, you cracked me up, but, but your characters are kind of just goofy and uh, non sequitur, at least to start with in this show, which is a, a humor form I love. But uh, it does make yeah. me, it does make me question, make me want to ask more about you guys. I, I need to know more about the people that created this series. So, Kimberly, <laughs> tell me about like when you started getting into creative stuff when you were young, and you know how that or where that turned into like deciding to go into acting or you know filmmaking or however you went about that. Yeah, um, I as a kid, like I, I. I, I... I mean, I think I first, like, I tried to be, like, kind of artistic. Like, my, my younger brother, Brian, like, he's he's an incredible artist. Like, he can, uh, like, that kid draws like nothing else. Um, I, like, struggled to kind of find where I was going to be creative. I was horrible at art. Can't draw straight lines. Can't draw crooked lines. Um, you know, like, wasn't even allowed to really do the same art projects as kids because I was just I was so messy and, like, so just, like, just all over the place. So I thought, you know, like, let's try sports. That was, you know, my next go at it was I tried, like, every different sport imaginable. Got kicked out of gymnastics because I was too rambunctious. Um, I really just, you really didn't, like, figure anything out until you got into acting, which probably happened around high school. And well, I just kind of accidentally fell into that, and that's where I belonged. Okay. Those were and my people. Did you just, like, you know, wander into acting class one day, or did, was there a role you were going for? Do you remember? I think, I think you had to take an elective, and, uh, and I looked at all of them, and I was like, acting, that sounds like, you know, it won't suck. And, <laughs> and then I just, you know, kind of never left. I just kind of never left that space. So that's where I kind of found where where I fit in, which I, it took me until, you know, maybe high school to find where I thought I was going to fit in. So did you stick with acting? I mean, kind of, kind of walk me through the next couple of years of your life. You discovered acting in high school. Where did you go? Where did you go from there? Yeah. I, I, so I started in high school. I did, you know, just plays and competitions and what you do when you're there. Um, and when I graduated, I decided that, um, you know, I wanted to come back to L.A. I'm originally from L.A. We kind of moved all around as kids. So I came back here and I went to conservatory. I went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts West. Um, and I did their full program and their company season. Um, and I graduated with honors from, from that school. And then, you know, and then it was, you know, time to try to make a living. And um, so I... I I, I went the classical training route. You know, Brian has much more of a um, – Brian just started working. Um, so we have different backgrounds for sure. So you're you're one of those actors, like with the emphasis on the ending part of the word then. 
Oh man, I just cringed a little bit when you said that. Um, <laughs> that's sorry. Just, like that's just my background, but when I think about <laughs> when I think about actors, people like it's just like that's <laughs> that's kind of scares me. But um, but that's that's just like where I came from, and it and it definitely like it wasn't really until I got into you know marketing and you know social media marketing later, like which is most of my business now. Um, that I kind of got what the pieces that I was missing while I was acting a lot, doing mostly commercials and independent. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Well, no, no, that makes, that makes <laughs> perfect sense. It, one time I interviewed a, an actor from one of my favorite shows, and the guy played a really goofy and weird character, and then he turned out to mm-hmm. be, like, one of the first Native American actors to graduate from a prestigious theater program and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, oh, so all these, wow. like, dick jokes I was going to ask uh, are kind of out the window now, huh? And he's like, yep, pretty much. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we'll move on to something no, else. No, I, I still love, uh, I still love all, you know, fart jokes and, and poop jokes. Awesome. And that's where my classical training has taken me, <laughs> fart jokes and poop jokes. Hey, that's, and you know, yeah. Well, what, what is older than fart and, farts and poops? They had to be there before theater, right? What came first? Yeah. <laughs> pretending like you smelled a fart or pretending like you didn't. Um, like you did. <laughs> oh, sorry. I made myself laugh. Everybody's sorry about that. Um, so <laughs> after you, you come out of that program, so you were doing more serious stuff before you got in your more comedic uh, bent. I'm, I am taking it. But you yeah, also, yeah. But you also got into online marketing and stuff. So just give me an idea real quick because your show kind of requires social media and stuff for the premise to work. So how did you get into that? Um, I, I think I, I just, I, I used to, uh, I used to know someone very well, um, who did a lot of marketing and stuff. And, um, I was kind of looking for something, um, you know, to do. And I started doing, a lot of like social media, you know, major, mainly management and stuff for some companies. And we kind of started uh, a business together and, you know, that became like my focus for, for the last like couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, so I kind of spent like a lot of time there and still there, but like I finally have kind of reached the point where I'm like, okay, let's, you know, let's take a breath and like, let's, you know, make sure that we have this, like this creative life. Because that's where I, that's where I come from, and that's where I really resonate with. No, no, that that makes perfect sense. Because like I dabble, you know, I draw, I make three D graphics and assets. But the podcast has become a my my number one creative outlet. You know, so when I'm not doing my actual job and when I'm just goofing off, this is kind of like where all of my creative energy goes. And without it, right now, I wouldn't really have a. Uh, a blow uh, a place to blow steam off from is that kind of what you see creative stuff as now uh absolutely i mean like i'm you know i'm also like you know really taking a go at it and, mm-hmm. you know ready to stand up and say i'm here some there was also some circumstances that just kind of put me in a place to like for a little bit that like had me just kind of put my hand down and want me to you know to say like i'm not here right now mm-hmm. and you know, then, you know, it all came back and it's fine. And now, like, I'm ready to raise my head and be like, hey, I'm here. Um, and uh, and put my own stuff out there. Okay, cool. So, which, yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, now, <laughs> we talked a little bit before. And, again, if I jump around or if I can't remember if we just recorded it or if it was from earlier, 
forgive me, everybody, but you said you also had an improv background. Yes. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I think I started trying to find. I started in kind of like sketch comedy. Um, I moved to like stand up, which I can only really say that I dabbled in and did not love that world. It just it wasn't for me. Um, and then I kind of and then I moved to improv. Um, did a couple years with UCB and. Um, and, and that kind of became my love. So, like, Sid um, Season 1 is an improv show. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a very, like, we have a very structured improv is what we have. So we know what we're going to do. We know where we're going to do it. And then we also shot everything in um, 24 hours, um, edited and released everything in 24 hours. So that became the need for, like, improv, like, became pretty real for us the way that we ran season one okay so you must have known that i was going to ask if you wrote the first season or if you just kind of went hey here's here's the things we're going to accomplish and then tackled it we kind of sat down and we wrote like a and we wrote a treatment and then rather than um rather than try to write full episodes we decided to kind of stick with our strengths and plus also Brian and I really trust each other and we work well off the cuff together. So that was kind of, we just decided that we would stick with the improv, but it needed to be extremely structured. <laughs> so, um, and then we also, we obviously had times when, cause we also ran week to week. Um, so we released 13 episodes in 13 weeks, um, which I would not like to do again. <laughs> uh, but um, it, it it was awesome and it was fun and it was a journey. Um, but it 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 put uh, the emphasis on being able to like solve situations. That you know, having a show that happens in 24 hours. You know, we can't wait for the light. You know. <laughs> like, oh sure. In episode two, um, like episode two, we had kind of written a very different episode um, uh, structure, where which is. Uh, when the uh, the frappuc- the unicorn frappuccino came out. <laughs> I'm sorry. <Yeah. laughs> when, the, <laughs> when the Starbucks unicorn frappuccino came out, we we sort of expected that to go a, a completely different way, and the way that it went is we couldn't find the last friggin' unicorn frappuccino in the world for real. <laughs> so like, it just kind of pushed us to kind of have to like. Um, have to sort of like fix things on the fly or have to like turn a you know turn a corner and sort of make it something else um running it that way rather than trying to make it you know as as strict as possible this is what must happen because in 24 hours there's just too many variable variables for everything to go the way you want yeah. Now, did you find with that episode, did you find having a, a wrench thrown in the works, did that kind of like sharpen your sense of humor since you had to, hey, this is just the way it's going to break. Now we got to deal with it. Did you find yourself kind of able to, because you were put into such a hard position, actually able to channel that into something more creative and edgier or more creative and sharper than what you were shooting for originally? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think we kind of realized right away that we were like, all right. Uh, it, it kind of gave us the freedom to be like, all right, well, now, like, we can just go a little nuts, you know, as opposed to it must be this, it must be this, you know, like, um, 
it, it gave us the freedom to kind of break away from that and be like, all right, well, let's, we just need to have a little fun <laughs> and, uh, and, and it'll be fine. So, uh, but in terms of like being flexible, yeah, that helped a, <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Well, that and, stuff happened all throughout. Yeah. Well, I was also going to ask, let me ask you real quick. Uh, what did you shoot it on? What, what did you use as a camera? Our season one was shot entirely on iPhone seven plus. Okay. And was your sound yeah. done through that as well? Or how'd you do the sound on it? We, uh, we shot, edited and released all on the iPhone. That's amazing to me that that can be done. Literally, literally everything, with the exception of, like, when we get to, like, episode 9, 10, and beyond, we did have, like, you know, special effects that needed to come in, and then our, our show needed to touch a computer. But before that, yeah, it's 100% on the phone, which became, you know, a crash course in getting things up and out the door quickly mm-hmm. and letting them not be 100% um are not being perfectionistic about it sure um you know because at the end of the day we have a deadline and that's brian you know get get you know just get this on youtube and we're you know kicking each other in the shins you know to just get it up and out but that's a good exercise because i mean i was sitting at like starbucks i think the other day and like there, there was this girl having a conversation with this dude about acting and and he was like well what are you doing for your own career and she was like, I'm sitting at home waiting for the phone to ring because I'm, you know, making myself available. And it's just, that's just not how it works anymore. Yeah. Unfortunately, like um, really with anything, like nothing kind of comes to you these days. There's just too much noise out there. Um, so like it just becomes really important to get your own stuff up and out and rather than belabor about it and like make it perfect and, uh, you know, on a first go, let's just figure out. Let's let's figure out what we want to do. Take the audience on a journey with us. We're going to go on a journey with them, and we're going to be loose about it. Yeah, uh, there was a video circulating online, and basically the gist of it was just get it done because yeah, no matter what, a year from now you're going to look at, back at it and think that you're better at it now than you were then, and that perfection yeah. isn't the goal. Finished is the goal, and that's yeah. a comic book, a movie, whatever. And it yeah. sounds to me like that was kind of the lesson you took away from it as well. Yeah, done is always better than perfect. I cannot, I can't say who said that, but it is a, it's a quote. Mm-hmm. If you Google it, you'll come up with quotes. Um, uh, you know, like I just really learned the value of like let's just get it up and out and out the door um, and not belabor about it because there's just too many things you know, that people want to do that never get done. So let's like, let's get this one done. And then, you know, and then we can come back and say, here's what we didn't do. Here's what we want to do. And maybe do it quote unquote, the right way. There's many ways to the party. Um, You just got to get to the party. And the last four years, like I personally haven't really been in the party because I've been doing something else. So I, I'd rather, um, it's a kind of thing where, like, I'd rather ask for forgiveness than permission. I'm mm-hmm. going to do this. Yeah. No, that's pretty good. So this is a spot, I guess, where we can talk about how your your social, what do you, what do you call it, uh, social media presence, along with your acting background, kind of help you create subs, because at least the first couple episodes are about your brother <laughs> trying to become Instagram famous. Yeah. 
Uh, Brian, we just kind of worked in it. Brian had an, uh, a, a need for, like, uh, fame. And the most, you know, the, the way that people kind of think about that today is to be, like, be a YouTube star, be an Instagram star, be an Instagram model, or um, be a, you know, have a million followers on Snapchat. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's just kind of how people think about it. And that's the world that I know, so it was very easy for me to, like, bring the audience into it that way. And and plus, our show was going to live on YouTube. Um, so rather than, like, here's our, you know, third wall show that you look into and we don't care about you, let's add the audience into the show and let's, you know, like, make it fun for people rather than watch our stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because, yeah, <laughs> you do have a more participational uh, show. Um, let, me, let me, I have to ask, because I keep using the term web series, and I'm starting to think that that, that term doesn't really have any meaning anymore. We've gotten to the point where with a low budget and very little this, that, and the other, you can find as many followers as you want, really, um, as long as you're willing to put some, put some elbow grease into it. Um, I mean, this is the direction things are going, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, don't get you wrong. If your idea sucks, you know, you know, no one's coming to the party. Not whether you have a business, or an idea, or you suck at sales, or you know, your web series sucks. Like, you know, I think people still gravitate towards good work. But again, the problem, like, it's never been easier to create things as it is right now. So there's no reason not to. Mm-hmm. However, because there's so much noise out there, there's so much content being created. Uh, just it it your your task like as a as an artist as an actor as a you know a, a, po- a podcaster as a you know anything that has to live on the internet is to break through that noise and find your find your people find your audience and that becomes part of your work as an actor too. Well, I would say in this day and age, because we're not under the Hollywood system, and and again, keep in mind, I'm this Mm-mm. is me talking from the outs, you know, from the outside in at this point. But you'll know as well as I do. As a salesman, I always say, until you get out there and shake a hand and make a commitment and make personal contact yep. with somebody, nothing has nothing has happened. And it's true. And and moving content, these I, I hate using that fucking word, but moving something artistic, <laughs> like like a movie or or you know anything these days, you still have to get out and sell, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's still like all about. I mean, anything you do is all about relationships. Like mm-hmm. especially now because sales has changed. You're in you you're in sales, right? You yep. sell every day. Yep. Okay. So, like, everything, it becomes very important to be a salesman, you know, in this in this day and age. But the role of the salesman has changed because, again, like, I can go find, we live in a time where you can look up anything that you want and find information on, find all the information you need. We no longer really need the salesman to talk about, you know, to, to, to just inform you about the product so personal relationships um trust becomes like more is more um important than it ever was because there's so much out there there's Mm -hmm. so much choice oh yeah absolutely and that's just gonna that is just going to increase as the future comes upon us um in in every field like me i sell plumbing to plumbing contractors 
There's 10 mm. billion companies doing the same thing with the same product line, and you have to get out there. I mean, now I'd say that you still need to know your product better. Like you, uh, we'll say with your, sh- yeah, with your show, when you're addressing somebody, you got to be able to tell them quickly and in an interesting way, hey, check my show out. It's this and this, and here's what you'll like about it. Mm-hmm. So you still got to have the information at your fingertips. You know, you still yeah. got to you got to have your wrap down and, and be ready to go. So what do you do? I mean, give me some ideas, some of the things you've done um, to get the word out about SIBS. Uh, mainly like, um, I mean, mainly our game was, uh, social media, mm-hmm. um, and marketing, working through relationships with like, like that, some influencer relationships. We did, um, as many, as many, like as many podcasts, interviews, blogs, and things that we could do this, this season, you know, being that, you know, we, we carried everything, wrote everything, <laughs> shot everything, you know, and that took a lot of time, marketed sure. everything. But really, social media has been like our our catalyst. Your, your go-to device. Um, yeah. So you're done with season one now. We're done. And apparently you guys <laughs> angered all of the country of Canada in the process. <laughs> yeah, we did, we got kicked out of Canada. Um, and uh, we did. Our last two episodes, we had to save the world from Canada. <laughs> so <laughs> we did our LA screening um, of Sibs in August. So we did uh, we put together a short film style version of our finale episodes, which was called Super Secret Canadian Spy Movie, um, and we'll release that as its own as its own thing soon. Um, but now we're looking towards season two and. Um, as much as I loved the way that season one went and the freedom it kind of gave, we're definitely going to keep what we loved about season one, and we're going to make a bigger, better Sibs. Okay. I mean, yeah. can you can you give us any idea what sort of changes you're going to make, or are you playing that pretty close to the vest? Uh, we may be bringing in a lot of new team members. Okay. Uh, we may be bringing in a lot of new cast. Um and and we're gonna kind of blow out that world, and we are gonna we are gonna write it, and it, we're gonna have a written season two, and it will be released a, a lot differently than this. But what we love about Sibs, you know, the mock vlog style, um, and the sibling relationships, that'll all stay. Okay. But it will take a it will definitely take a little bit longer to like get that out the door. Well, yeah, you're talking about having a, a crew and a, a complete stylistic difference. Exactly. That, that will slow you down. <laughs> but that's okay, because uh, I personally, and now now is the point in the episode where I just kiss the butt of the guest a little bit, but I found your show to be really, really funny. Um, I thought Thank you. you were both equally charming and despicable at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I, I, I would, uh, I would be afraid to give that description, except I, I have a feeling that's probably what you're shooting for. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of how I live as a human being. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. It's, it's all right. It's all right because you're, uh, you do it with a smile and with love, and, and we all appreciate that. <laughs> with love in my heart, yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I got to know a little bit here. Uh, how much of you? Kimberly Nicole is in your character, Kimberly Nicole. <laughs> we get this question a lot of how mm-hmm. much of this season, how much of this series kind of bleeds over um, from real life. And like it does and it doesn't like uh, 
Brian and I obviously have like a, you know, a fun relationship and um, there's some elements of like Kimber, my character Kim, Kim has a, like a bloodlust, what somebody, <laughs> some fan coined it, bloodlust. Um, now I love to fight. I, I did karate for many years. Um, like I love to fight. That's how I roll as a human being. Like I'll always, you know, yeah, I still like foe punch my brother and sometimes I actually hit him. You know what I mean? Like it's fun for me. Um, so in the series, you know, Kim has this bloodlust and she can't see a fight. She can't see any kind of altercation or she just goes red like a rabid animal. So like it kind of bleeds over there and obviously we take it to the nth degree. You know, like our parents are lovely people in real life. They don't hate us. Um, <laughs> in the show, they in the show they hate us. Like we have a conversation with our mom, and we're just like, our mom wants us to die, and like, you know, our dad is just like, you're a huge disappointment throughout the whole show. Um, uh, our grandmother, we went. Our grandmother thinks we're both the, you know. Um, I'm sorry, I was going to swear, but I won't. No, no, you can, uh, you can. I already, already dropped the F-bomb once, so that seal's broken. <laughs> all right, all right. So, you know, my grandmother thinks, you know, Brian's an asshole and I'm, you know, stupid. So, like, uh, obviously, like, we have a tiny, we have a bit more supportive family than that, you know. But it's kind of like taking what's already there and just pushing it to, like, the absolutely ridiculous as we can. Yeah, you're just dialed up to 12, basically. Yeah, yeah. we met a Canadian once. Now we're saving the world from Canada. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Taking it and pushing it as ridiculous as we can. That's really cool. So how are people responding to your show so far? I mean, uh, people loving it? What, what, what has been your response to it? Well, good, thank God. You know, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, I think like we're still we're still a small channel. Um, we have about eight thousand followers across social media, um, and our first season did about a hundred thousand views between all of its platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so that's very small. It's a small channel, so I think. Um, you know, had we, you know, had a million views on the first show, you know, then then you get more haters. It's just the nature of it. Yeah. Um, I think like the the only like the the worst comment I got, uh, like personally, was more like physical. Ah, it's like ah, chick has a big nose. Every video we release, that chick has a huge nose. I'm like, I do. I'm that's all I do. It's a thing. It's all right. You know, but yeah. most people, nobody's come in, and we also. We're upfront about what we were doing. We're shooting on an iPhone 7 Plus. We're releasing in 24 hours, and uh, we have an improv-based show. So yeah. we're also not trying to be more than we were. You know, now we're going to go after the. <laughs> now we're going to go after making it a bigger, better show. Uh, we wanted to make sure that what we were going to do was going to work for an audience, and um, and it and it found a, it's a little bit of an audience, and people liked it. So. That was kind of our real life beta test. Um, yeah. Here, here's the thing. You ever notice those guys that chime in with those like shitty personal insults or like not doing anything themselves? <laughs> you know. Yeah, we definitely. I mean, I definitely got that from like my own personal camp. I definitely like, uh, you know, like 
<laughs> we saw you do Anna Karenina to a, you know, a, a weepy house, and you're doing sibs, and it's like, you know what, though? Like, at the end of the day, like, and especially as I get, not that I'm an old person, but, like, as I get older, like, man, boy, do sometimes I just want to be entertained. Mm-hmm. And there's value in that. And so, like, to just put on something that you don't have to think too much about. It's not going to – our show's not going to change your life. Nope. <laughs> it's not going to make you think about things in a deeper way, but it'll make you laugh. Yeah. So. And and I think that's fair because it is it is harder to find things that are just lighthearted and fun now. Yeah. Um, and and you're right. There's I'm going to make a complaint about something that I'm I'm actually happy about. There's so much good television <laughs> and movies and, and and web series and this that and the other now. There's not time to watch yeah. everything. I mean, what a difficult yeah. time to be alive, you know. So it is hard. <laughs> it is hard to get the right eyeballs on you at all times. I remember like when I was trying to explain to my dad about having a podcast. He's like, so I can listen to it on the radio, and I'm like, you know what? Just never mind. Forget it. We're just, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> My dad's on the same thing. Yeah. So what channel he are you like, on? Oh, so your shows, it. your shows on the FaceTube? <laughs> I was like, what? What are you talking about? What's the FaceTube? Oh, Is that a Facebook YouTube hybrid? Oh, that's hilarious. On FaceTube. <laughs> oh, I love stuff like that. Yeah, but <laughs> I can certainly agree. So. Oh, Kim, what else you got going on these days? Anything you want to tell us about before we let you go? <laughs> yeah, uh, I have a couple of projects in the work right now, a couple of producing projects. Um, and um, I just, uh, I don't know if I can talk about that one yet. Oh. Um, <laughs> sorry. And you're then, on the new Star Wars you know, movie. In, That's what you're talking about, huh? I am not in the new Star Wars movie. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't appreciate it if I said it was. Um <laughs> Uh, or am I? Um, dun, 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 dun. But, you know, and then we're in the beginning stages of uh, continuing to, like, hunker down and, you know, choose our team for season two. So that's that's taking some time right now, too. That's yeah. well, that's going to be huge. I mean, will you uh, will you guys come back on when you're ready to tell us more about season two? Definitely. Yeah. it's It's been a lot of fun uh, chatting with you. It's been a lot of fun watching your show. I'm actually, when I get done talking to you, I'm going to go finish watching the last couple episodes in your uh, <laughs> super secret Canadian spy movie. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, if you have a, a, a liking towards the ridiculous, we push I, it further than the beginning. So. I love it. I think it. you'll like it. Yeah. Um, why don't you go ahead and let's go through your social media addresses and web website addresses and where people can find you on the Google Tubes. On the Google Tubes. Um, okay, so... <laughs> If you haven't seen Sibs and you like ridiculous stuff, um, our ridiculous comedy web series uh, lives on YouTube, and it's at youtube.com forward slash Sibs web series. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, same Sibs web series. Uh, just, you know, Facebook, yep, type that stuff in. Sibs web series will come up. And then you can also check us out on our website at SibsTheWebSeries.com. All right. Well, thank you very much. I do appreciate you coming on. And, uh, you know, everybody else, catch us at GeekishCast.com. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash GeekishCast. And I tweet from at TheGeekishCast. Uh, I am on Instagram, but all you see are, like, my beer pictures and sometimes pictures of my dog. So that's really up to you if you want to follow me there or not. <laughs> I take a lot of pictures of beer, though. But I do end up with some interesting beers. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Kim, thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks for having me.
Geekish Cast is a Vias and Victor production and is part of the Astro Panda Productions Network. You can find us now on SoundCloud and on Blog Talk Radio. Our theme music is taken from the song Out to Get Mine by Reign of Zaius. Check them out at reignofzaius.net.